Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. Jordan and Gretchen here with you today to talk about something literally pretty neat. It is pretty neat. Neato! Shout out to my uncle growing up who always used to say neato, and I thought he was the coolest thing when I was a kid and then didn't learn until I was older that it was like an old school term. It's kind of dorky, <laughs> but I love him for it. And every time I see him, I, I say neato. So. Okay. So it is neat. It is neat. In the literal sense. Yes. Neat is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Sure is. Ding, ding, ding. Gretchen is the winner. Everybody obviously knows what that is, so this podcast is pointless. Yeah, we. I mean, who didn't know Neat actually had a lengthened out meaning behind it? Um, no, Neat is really, I think, an underutilized thing when it comes to health and when it comes to fat loss. Yeah. I also think it's underestimated. I know for me, I totally underestimate it for a very long time. Yep. Um, but when it comes to the actual definition of meat, really it's the calories you burn by like simple movements. The ones you make in your day to day, every day, run of the mill type of movements. It's, it's not planned activity. I, the easiest way for me to think about it when I learned was it is something that I'm, I'm moving around. I am burning calories and burning energy but i'm not logging it on my fitness tracker right so i'm cleaning the house there isn't i wish there was a thing for cleaning the house i actually think there might be is there well anyways regardless regardless but it's something that i'm not thinking about oop i'm actively exercising i'm actively burning calories so you know for me as a kid i was a really big fidgeter Okay. As an adult, I'm still a really big fidgeter. <laughs> I was going to say, um, we're a big fidgeter. And at, at home, we'd sit at the counter. We had like the little like breakfast bar. And I'd always be like tapping something or touching something or kicking the bar stool. And my mom, it would drive her nuts. Like we'd go home, we'd have our after school snack. And she'd be like, stop fidgeting. And I'm like, I can't help it. So to me, I think back to all those times I got yelled at for fidgeting and i would just love to tell her i was just increasing my neat just increasing my neat i'm just being neat mom oh she would have smacked me love her but it it drove her nuts and i understand i mean sometimes my fidgeting gets to be a little much i have like a leg stammer like i'm constantly moving my legs or like playing with my fingers and my husband is like you're doing it again you're doing it again and it's so funny because both of our husbands could just sit there calmly i know and not move and be fine. I know. And to me, it, it for a while, I think it used to annoy Brian that I would fall asleep to every movie we watched. And if I wanted to stay awake for a movie, I needed to multitask. Whether it was working, whether it was cooking, cleaning, I needed to do something for it because I'm going to fall asleep. But, I mean, a total fidgeter with things. And he's like, could you just stop? 
I think I get up and go to the bathroom like four times during a movie oh. just to like get up and move around or yeah. I throw the ball for the dogs and guys like, we're watching a movie. Do we really need a play right now? Yes, we do. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think beyond fidgeting, beyond like those twitchy type of movements, it's, it's cooking, it's gardening, it's cleaning up, it's folding laundry, it's the trips you take in and out of your car into your work building, up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're, like, starting your watch for to log a workout, you run up and down the stairs ten times, that's a little bit different story. But these are just very, very traditional. It's day-to-day movement. Yes. Yep. And I think that's where, in a very sedentary culture, that's where we can really make some big changes to mm-hmm. eat more calories, to feel better in our body, and to burn more calories, ultimately, because, hey... You move, you burn. Exactly. And I, once I learned about NEAT, I became a lot more mindful about my non-exercise movements. Like, how am I moving my body? Am I just sluggishly carrying the load of laundry up the stairs? Or am I... Perked up. Perked up, engaged, moving correctly. Waddling. Waddling up and down the stairs. I mean, look, sometimes when it's a heavy load of laundry, there is some waddle. Some cuss words get said. All the above. All the above. (laughs) But I think one thing that really, because NEAT has grown in popularity over the last few years, Mm -hmm. we do need to address what is not NEAT. What is the biggest misconception about what NEAT is not? I think a lot of people, like, they, it's a conversation I have with a lot of people is like, so for me. I went this morning for a walk with Zoe. And, like, it is a very purposeful walk of I'm trying to get my heart rate up. I'm trying to move my body. It's a 45-minute, three-mile walk. That is a workout. That is a 45-minute walk this morning? Yeah, I've been... We, I'm on a 10-day streak. I didn't know that it was a 45-minute walk. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got 45 minutes until the next session comes in. I wasn't getting my workouts done, so I was getting really frustrated that I wasn't able to start and finish my workout in that time. Hmm. So... I was like, let's use it to my advantage. I either listen to a podcast or some video to prepare for a podcast or some live training. Do client check-ins. Oh, yeah, it's a 45-minuter. I like it. Three miles. Zoe loves it. Oh, I'm sure she does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, that is dedicated exercise. Right. And it's, even if you take your dog for a 10-minute walk around the block, that's still pretty dedicated exercise. Mm-hmm. And it's it's intentional. Now, if you walk around the house because you realized you left your book upstairs and you had to go back downstairs to go get it, or you left your laptop charger in the kitchen and you needed to bring it to your workspace, that those are calories that are neat. Yeah. I think of it, like, last week I had a conversation with a client who was very sedentary in her work. She's like, how can I burn more calories in my day when I can't get a workout in? I told her, I said, I want you to take an extra lap around the house before you go to your meals, before you go to the bathroom. If you're going to get in the car, walk around the car twice before you get that. Like, it's just adding more movement in before you sit again. Sure. I think the other thing that is funny to people is, like, the calories that you digest and... The breathing, the this, this calories you burn when you sleep or recover, like, those happen. But we we 
account for those in different ways. Like there's no guaranteed way. It's not like one breath, five calories. Right. It's, we equate for those in in different ways. Um, And I account for those in like total daily energy expenditure. Yep. But neat is not gonna. But neat's not that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that you said you take like extra laps or when you walk up and down the stairs. I am notorious for like leaving, setting my phone down somewhere and I have an old house. There's probably like 14 or 15 stairs to get up to my room. The amount of times that I walk up and down this flight of stairs, like sure my heart rate's getting up a little bit, but it's not, unless I'm like actively running up and down the stairs. Yeah. 10 times. Yeah. I look and in my style of job, is a little bit different, right? Like, it's, it's a fine line. I demonstrate a squat. Like, we have squats in the workout today. I demonstrate this style of squat for my clients. I'm performing an exercise, but it's a part of my, like, everyday life. Right. So, technically, it falls in that neat category. Right, because it's not your workout. Right. And it's, like, I'm never doing these exercises in a strenuous enough way where mm-hmm. it's, sure, if I demonstrate it, my heart rate bumps up a little bit, but it's not... Woo, man, that was quite a sweater here. I better take a breather. Okay, so let's get back to the walking. Yes. Okay, because I'm going to ask you what your thoughts are, because I think walking people, I, I feel like walking is where there's that fine line. Is it neat? Is it not neat? Um, so you and I both go on walks with our puppies. Mm-hmm. I take my puppies on a walk every morning, and it's an intentional mm-hmm. walk. Mm-hmm. It's not a stroll. It is like getting that heart rate up first thing in the morning. I would say that that is not neat. I would agree. Now, my stepson is taking a gym class for college, and he had to do, like, a mile walk or whatever. For him, it would not have been neat. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't really exercise very much, um, so it was new to him, so I would say that that was not neat. It was a stroll. Yeah. Would that be neat? No, I don't think so because you have a very, like, specific start end point. Like, it is actually set up like a workout. I typically encourage clients who start in, like, hey, we want to boost the need. Um, be, you know, for all these reasons we'll get into, I want you to take two to three 10-minute walks a day. Okay. And they can be different styles, but the biggest reason that I consider those as boosty neat is because you have to get out of your work chair. You have to get out of bed, off the couch, wherever it is you are, move your body. And like, yes, you are boosting that. I want it to be a casual stroll. Sure. I want it to be a mental break from what it is that you're doing. But there's still like 10 minutes is not enough to like get the heart rate. I mean, it, it gets the heart rate up, but it's not. It's not a workout. It's not a workout. Okay. Um, a mile walk at a casual stroll, that's going to be a, a 15 plus minute right. mile. That's still, I mean, that one's a fine line. Like it, it really is dependent upon the person. Sure. However, I would say if he's super inactive already. Well, so his was not neat. Would it be neat for me? Because for me it was, so we, we, we went with him, right? Mm-hmm. Showed him the mile loop. Um, it was, you know, the puppies were like, where did he did this? Oh, man. When I said, do you want to go for a walk? So my dogs, like Taco loves the walks. Boomer was like, we did a walk already today, Mom. 
See, Zoe is like, walk again? Sure, done. We could go for a 45-minute walk and she'll look tired. You get back at the house and you ask her if she wants to go for a walk again and she will run back out the door. (laughs) Zaya gets to the end of the street and she's tired and she's bored. So this is why I don't take her for all the haters who say, where's Zaya? When I post pictures of my walks. She gets tired by the end of the block. So what does she do? She starts to bite Zoe's ears and neck and heels because she's trying to find other ways to entertain herself. She's not dumb. She's not dumb. She's bored. She's bored. You should get like one of those hats and... Like a carrot on a stick? Yeah. And attach like a ball in front of her so she can like... Oh, she, she'd need a bone. She's not interested in balls. She does like the bones. She does like the bones. Um... No, that's that one is a very, it's a fine line. It is. I think it depends on the person. And I would, like, I would agree. Yeah, but I say most people who I tell go take that ten minute walk. Right. They're not. They're maybe going to get half a mile. Sure. You know, I want it to be leisurely. I want it to be casual. I want it to just be moving your body and to remind your body, remind your mind that you need to get up. You need to move around when it comes to your day. Sure. So we kind of touched on it, but what are some hacks to increase your needs? So getting up, walking around. Yes. Doing an extra lap in the house. I, yeah, I, 10 minute walks are kind of my, my go-to. That's my number one. Um, because I, I do realistically think that people have the ability to take two to three 10 minute walks a day. Right. First thing in the morning, lunchtime, you know, sometime in the evening, you know, it looks different for everyone. Everyone's days are structured differently, but take a phone call while you walk around. You can walk around the office. It doesn't have to be outside. Minnesota's about to get cold, so that's another argument we're going to be fighting. Sad, sad. I know. I know. It's August, and we're like, it's supposed to be hot and humid today. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of, like, I'm not looking forward to winter because I hate shoveling, and it's cold and terrible. I'm kind of excited for my winter walks. I love my winter walks. It's super cool and crisp out. It gets you outside because you're not outside very much in the winter. So then it's like a nice half an hour of you step outside and it's fresh air and you're bundled up and then you start walking and then you start to get hot and you're like, oh, I'm kind of warm. This is why the routine and the streak has started now because. Because it's not going to happen in the cold. No, if I get the routine going now, it'll continue. But I, yeah, I don't like putting all this stuff on. I hate wearing boots hate wearing boots so i usually wear my tennis shoes and then my feet are wet and then i'm i'm grumpy that my feet are wet why do you hate wearing boots i just i don't know they're heavy like they're it's um, added weight it's good for you it's not bad but when my (laughs) calves and ankles are already so tight i don't need them to be any tighter just ask our coach i know we should get you some like um mucklucks oh so the dogs and i can wear matching mucklucks Yes. Do your dogs have mucklucks? No, there's no way. Zoe doesn't even like us to touch her feet. Mm. Um, other ways, walking wise, like I said, take a lap around the house before you eat. Or I mean, most of some of us are going back into the to the office, going into the work setting. Take a lap around the office before you eat. Take a lap, an additional lap around the long way around to go to the bathroom. Park further away. I mean, you took a conference phone call or whatever last week when you came to work with me and. You stood up and you're like, I have to walk when I'm on the phone. I'm like, okay. And I just see Jordan. I have this big empty conference room at my work and she's just doing laps in the conference room for 15 minutes. And I was like, 
here she goes, just ping-ponging against the wall, and I'm sitting here on my phone. <laughs> See, here's, I mean, two parts, right? Like, one, I get more steps in. Two, it prevents me from annoying the person that I'm talking to from sitting there and, like, tapping my pen on the table or fidgeting, doing something that's, like, multi-purpose. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you, like, headphones. So, that's on my Christmas list. Is new, it? New AirPods. We have an AirPod problem. My right AirPod doesn't work anymore. Oh. For a while, it would, like, go in and out, and then all of a sudden, it would, like, blare noise into my ear, and now it just doesn't work. And my left one, I mean, it works fine, but there are sometimes I'd like to hear out of my left ear, and, like, not out of my right. I don't know, but, or, like, two. Two would be nice sometimes. Yeah. So, yes, I'm, I actually just said this weekend... I need to get some new AirPods. I need to get some new ones. Yeah. All right. So why we've talked about the neat. Why is it important? Some people aren't going to realize why it's important. They're like, oop, I exercised today and I burned this many calories. So this is what I get to eat. A lot of people don't take into account the calories that they burn. Yeah. Doing laps in my empty conference room. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I tell people for why it's important to increase need is think of it this way. When you are trying to lose body fat or you're trying to maintain it, you really, you're trying to cut calories or Mm -hmm. you're trying to stick to a set number of calories. By burning more calories, you get to eat more calories. Which is always a good thing. Which, I mean, I know I work with quite a few people who eating more is a struggle. That's a really hard thing. But to those people, I say, you burn more through NEAT, through being more active in your day, you're going to be more hungry. You're going to induce those hunger signals a lot more. Yeah. Because your body's like, hey, like, knock, knock, I'm burning calories. Feed me. Feed me. That is my biggest thing for people. I also, there are also the side benefits of you're moving your body. You're pumping fresh blood to muscles that are sitting all day. You're inducing recovery processes. You are, my favorite is you're clearing your head. Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, the 10 minute walks are sometimes more of a mental break for people. Oh, for sure. Than anything. You have a terrible conference call or something going on. You need to get out of your head, get out of your office and go for a walk. Yes. I have a client who's a nurse whose job absolutely stinks. And I am like, you need to take like two walks during your work day. You can take a walk later in the evening for your third one to kind of calm down from the day. But we need to get you out of that setting at least twice in a day. Yeah. It's just, it's so stressful for her. It's a mental relief. I think the other things that go with it are just, right? I mean, like you said, yes, the cool, crisp air of winter. Right now, summer, that's a beautiful time to get outside. We need more sunlight in our climate. We need to take in more vitamin D when it's readily available to us. Mm -hmm. So let's let's utilize that let's take advantage of that time where we can get outside and be outside lots and lots of really good reasons for it and for the people that have the excuses of i'm working all day i work a 14 hour work day i don't have time to go to the gym i don't have time to get a workout in this is a great way to get those extra calories burned while you're still at work like taking that conference call like going on a walk during your lunch break or getting up Go across, I mean, I used to work at a place where 
it was like a block walk mm-hmm. under the street to get to the lunchroom. And then you had to walk up three stories to get to the lunchroom. And it was, I mean, it probably took me 15, 20 minutes just to walk from where I was to the lunchroom. And you could easily take elevators or whatever, but I I was like, nope, I'm going to take this series. It's a little yeah. bit extra, getting yeah. those steps in. Yeah, I think it, it's, right, I mean, I work uncomfortably long days. Right. And I'm at an advantage because I work in a, in a gym setting wherein I have access to a gym. But there it is, like a couple weeks ago, I worked out on a Sunday. I bumped my Monday workout to a Sunday. Didn't get a full workout in again until Thursday. But because I'm moving around, I'm up on my feet, I'm making sure that I'm active, trying to keep that calorie burn up, I don't have to stress about, do I need to drop my calories lower because I'm unable to get my workouts in? How do I manage this? My body isn't so stiff. I went right into my workout on Thursday. I was tired from my busy days before, but physically, I felt like I was in a good place to complete the workout. Yeah. So lots of really, I mean really beneficial things to to increasing meat. I think other ways to boost meat mm-hmm. beyond that, right? Simple hacks are take the stairs versus the elevator or the escalator. Yep. Park further away. Park in the last spot. I always laughed when I worked downtown, there was a guy who would get there about the same time as I would, and he would park so, so far away. Me, this is the one time I parked very close because it's it's like five o'clock in the morning. It's downtown. It's downtown. I'm like, I'm parking as close to point A as I need to be because I like. <laughs> I'm in and out. I'm in and out. That's what I need. Yeah. That's what I need. Um, park as far away as possible. He would park so far away as I'd just get my steps in. I'm like, perfect. That's awesome. Perfect. You know, I think of other things as like cooking. I mean, you don't need to work in the same space. Obviously, spatial constraints in a kitchen. Right. But. If you have the counter space to like do one thing over here and then move and do one thing over here, more steps, more movement, do more gardening, do more yard work, move your own stuff outside, clean up in the house. It, it's not fun. It's not shovel fun. that snow that's coming. Shovel the snow that's coming. Stop. Mow the lawn. Mow the lawn. Mow the lawn. You know, morning routines, evening routines where you do some type of activation work, some mobility work. For me, I do a mo- I do a recovery or mobility session every night at about seven. Mm-hmm. It's a really good way for me to be like I am done for the day. I need to like I need to foam roll from my hard workout today. I'm feeling a little bit of tightness here. I'm feeling a little bit of decreased activation in this muscle. Like that's added movement. I know when I learned about neat, I was trying to figure out how I can increase it, add things into my day. Some things are bigger. I would you know, walk down two flights of stairs at work, walk across the shop at my work and then say hi to my husband. And for a little while he was like, what do you need? Like nothing. I'm just, everything. Okay. I'm just coming down to say hi. It's like, okay. Um, but like some things as simple as my morning routine, like you said, switch up your morning routine. Our bedroom is upstairs on the top level. So again, walking down those stairs into the kitchen, I used to get up and get ready right away in our bathroom in our room now I walk downstairs I get into the kitchen I take my greens drink I get my stuff ready and then I walk back upstairs and then I get ready so I'm like increasing steps that way and I'm it's a little bit more time but it's not that much more time yeah but I'm getting more steps in it can be very very simple things I mean 
just like just like calls mm-hmm. take working meetings ask coworkers to do like walk and talk style meetings walk to somebody else's cubicle i know zoom and google hangout and all of these cool things came about as a result of covid we learned how much we're capable of doing but we forgot these basics yeah you don't need to text or call somebody you could walk down to their cubicle and say hey could i borrow a sticky note sure here you go and walk right on back look at that you added some calories burned we did an interview with someone not that long ago and she has a standing desk in her yeah house we uh, we have standing desks for our desks at the gym they're yeah. they're electric so they raise up and raise down they're great i know i stand way more often than um brian brian does um and sometimes i mean for me sometimes standing all day coaching i need my sit down desk and right. that's perfectly fine but if you don't want to one, standing desks are becoming cheaper and cheaper. Oh, yeah. They're also selling accessories that you can set something up. Like, it's an actual thing you you take for your seated desk, and you place on top of it, and you can raise up, and you can raise down. Sure. I've even gone so retro old school, and, like, I've taken boxes and, like, stacked them on top. <laughs> I mean, it works. Like, yeah. it, it honestly, whatever you need to do to stand up and get meeting, get moving. Yeah, I like it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.